Hey everyone, and welcome back to Music from the Curator Share. I'm your host, Scott, and today is a bit of a, a different take on music. I don't know if I'd say it's a different take, but it's definitely something different. I just saw that the Black Keys released a new album called Delta Cream that apparently took a couple of days after the Let's Rock tour. Like, like after the last lady went to Dan Auerbach's... Uh, I guess studio or whatever in his basement and they recorded it over two days I guess but this is before the pandemic kind of hit I believe before the COVID pandemic kind of turned everything all to hell and whatnot. but basically they released a new album two days ago called Delta Cream on the 13th it came out earlier I guess one after these other places but it originally came out on the 14th it, I saw it on the 14th I haven't I haven't stood to today and I have to say as it is the 15th, it's not bad. I actually thought this was all original content, and uh, my opinion on it kind of changed when I found out it was a covers album. But this was something I didn't expect to actually hear before. I know the Black Keys are definitely blues rock oriented. They're definitely very, very bluesy. But I didn't expect them to do a covers album. Like, I kind of expected someone like Weezer to do it, but I mean, from the Black Keys? No, that is definitely not something I'd expect from them. But, they did it well, if I'm honest. I'm not going to go into crazy detail like I usually do on this album, on like most albums that I do, but this time, it was a surprise album. I thought I'd just give it a listen, a once-off. It's not bad. It's something that can me listen to every now and then. Like, I do like some of their older stuff, like El Camino, Attack and Release, and Magic Potion. Those are some of my favorite albums from them. But if I had to, like, I don't want to go into detail about the songs, but I can definitely say since they're all covers. They do it quite well, because I'm not really familiar with these bands that they were covering on Delta Cream, but, um, it's not spelled like C-E-C-R-E-A-M, it's K-R-E-A-M, I guess, outside of, uh, the old donut shop, I guess. Yeah, in about 10 hours of two afternoons, done at, uh, Don's, uh, studio in Nashville. And there was no planning, no advance rehearsals, no nothing about it that made it do that at all. So it was definitely interesting. And it's like an old, I guess, Delta Cream Shop in Tunica, Tunica, Mississippi. That's the artwork has. I guess this is outside of the shop. That's no longer existent. But hey, that's kind of cool to see something that's kind of like whatever. It's like the old. It's, very hilltopsy, uh, blues apparently. Cause, uh, salute to that whole, like, to honor the the hill, Mississippi Hill country blues tradition that influenced them. So it's a nice way to say thank you for all the good stuff they got. Uh, John Lee Hooker and Billy Joe Williams is calling Kingsnake, which was pretty good, if I'm honest, for the first time hearing that as a cover, no less. I'm not saying I'm not going to go back and listen to the other songs. I might. They got R.L. Burnside being covered with Poor Boy, A Long Way From Home, Going Down South by R.L. Burnside, as well as, uh, they got Junior Kimball, as well on here, they got, they got a couple songs that were originally done by him, that they got covered, but, uh, overall, if I had to really say what I like about this album, I like everything about it, I'm not biased, but I think, I'm not really used to the blues, I'm not very, very in tune and very, very well versed in blues music. I know of it. I don't really know a whole lot. I know Blues Boy King, John Lee Hooker, 
and a few others out there. Yes, there's a guy named John Lee Hooker. Stop laughing. I hear you guys out there laughing at the name John Lee Hooker. Enough, all right? There's already a guy out there called John Cougar Mellencamp, okay? So, why don't you stop laughing? I hear you out there. Enough, okay? It's not funny. If it was funny, it would actually be like... I don't know. BB Dick Sucker or some shit like that. I'm sorry for swearing, but like being a little explicit, but come on now. Be mature, listeners. But anyways, the album is pretty short. It's kind of lengthy. It's almost an hour. You can get through it pretty quickly, I think, personally. If you can get through it that quick, awesome. If not, whatever. It's not a big deal. But it's solid in the way it's set up. Everything that I hear in it is just fantastic. The production's great. I, I honestly cannot tell you anything else about it not being terrible or anything. Because I think it's great. I think it's a very, very good sounding song. A good sounding album. I can listen to it again if I really wanted to. And I might. I don't know when I will. But I definitely know it's going to be an album I'll come back to again and again. But overall, since I didn't want to go into a super fledged detail about it, because this was a surprise album, I guess a lot of their fans that are part of their Lonely Boys and Girls fan club knew about it, but people like me who kind of pay attention to certain things didn't see it coming. It was just a surprise out of a blue sort of album for me, personally. But, hey, 2021's been full of surprises so far. Like... I think the most terrible album that came out this year so far to me was the Van Weezer album by Weezer, but that's different. That's a different story. I was waiting for that one, and I was kind of disappointed. I wasn't expecting it to just not be as terrible, like, as great as it was meant to be, but whatever. If I had to give this album a rating, even though i got to say I'm not very well versus in blue, I would have to give it a, a 7 out of 10. This is very solid work by the Dan and Pat. I could definitely say I'm happy with it. I prefer some of the stuff on Attack and Release a little bit more, as I prefer that album just a tiny bit more. Not a whole lot, mind you, but enough where it's one of those albums I can kind of go back and listen to again and again and again. I might go back and listen to this one again later and give a proper full in-depth review on it. As much as I want to do one for this one, I don't think I can. I can't because I didn't expect it, and it's one of those, one of those albums that is just like, it's a covers album, so what do you expect? Like, I don't... If it was original content from them, I'd be able to go more into detail and depth with it. Because it could have been, like, not even a re-release of their old songs, but they decided to touch up some old songs and kind of do some reworks on them. Like, that would have been something I would have been more than happy to listen to and get my thoughts on, because I might not have heard the original songs, and I would have had to go back and listen to those songs. Unlike this one. This one's uh, a definite differential for me, because this is something I didn't expect, I didn't think that the Blackies releasing any new content after Let's Rock, because Let's Rock, for me personally, I didn't enjoy very much, I thought it was alright, but it wasn't for me, so hearing that album was not bad, but, uh, hearing this one wasn't bad either, I thought it was pretty good, like a 7 out of 10, it's solid, if you're a Blackies fan, I suggest you go check it out, if you're into blues music, which is like very, very, like, just Country-esque blues, like, you're very into that a lot more than just blues rock. I would say check it out, if you're really into any of that. If you're into country blues, like, proper hill country, like, Mississippi, or 
Tennessee, sort of blues, if you're into something like that, check it out. I personally think you should. You owe it to yourself as a blues fan to get this album of covers by the Blackies. I personally am not a fan of seeing a covers album be released. Like, I didn't expect it to be a covers album. I didn't think it was until I found out it was after looking it up and doing the review. But that doesn't detract from it being good. Quite the contrary. I just don't find people doing covers album for the sake of doing covers like Weezer's, Weezer did with the Teal album. Because that's what that was. No. That is disgusting to me. I don't find it funny. I don't find it cool. Like, basically, the way I see it is you're just... It just doesn't work to me. I just feel like it's just one of those things that when you try and do that, you're either struggling to make your own content or you've just kind of given up. But that's a different time for a different... That's a different story for a different time. I personally don't want to get into such argumentative... uh, Issues with my listeners at all, because that's what I'm not here for. I'm not here to like, bitch and moan about certain things. But I gotta say, on the Black Keys' new album, Delta Cream, I enjoyed it. It's roughly 55 minutes or so. It's kind of lengthy, around an hour. Again, I'm not very well-versed in blues music. I know a little bit of their own content that they've made. Like, I know Brothers, I know El Camino, I know a few of them. But Let's Rock was kind of nice. It was something that they did themselves, which is great. But again, don't really know a whole lot from the Black Keys, let alone stuff that I remember enjoying besides a few of their albums, like I mentioned. Magic Potion, Attack and Release, and El Camino. Those are the only ones I remember I enjoyed. This one is, like again, not bad. It's definitely got a nice, solid bit to it. It's solid to me. But like I said, I'd have to give this album a 7 out of 10. If you're a fan of blues music or anything of that sort, if you're a fan of that sort of genre, I do suggest that you go check this album out if you can't. If you can't, fine. But I feel like if you're a blues fanatic, you really do deserve to check this out. You owe it to yourself, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone else in between. You do owe it to yourself to listen to it. Because, honestly, I don't think there'll be another album like this that'll, like, just blow your mind if you're not, if you're a fan of the Black Keys and you don't know some of these artists, because you might know some of these artists and you might think, wow, this is a good cover, you might think it's crap, it's my opinion on this show, so, I'm going to end it with all, I'm going to end the tangent, because I've just been going on a bit of a tangent for 10 minutes, it feels like, I didn't want to go too depth, in, too far depth, too far in depth with the songs, because again, I don't really know them very well, I don't know them. The original songs, I didn't know that this was a covers album until I started to look up, look further into it, so, again, a 7 out of 10 for this album, next month we'll have Mammoth WVH's debut album, which will have some great tracks on there, I'm sure, because I've heard a few of them already, and I think they're great, but again, next month, around June, I will have a review for that, and I'll also have a review for Bill Gallagher's High Flying Birds, is Back the Way We Came, Volume 1, which is their greatest hit. I'm not going to do a whole in-depth review on that one because I could probably say I might do something that's more about the original songs on there first and then do the the original songs and the, the songs that are already on there that are greatest hits based. I'll do after I, I listen to the first couple of original songs. And I might do, this might be, that next review might be on uh, Record Store Day. Who knows? But all I know is I'm going to 
get going here. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed the review. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you get your podcasts from. Please just check it out. Refer a friend to this podcast. Just anything. ADIs you do helps a lot. So this is me saying, saying thank you very much for listening. I'll see you all in the next next week, next time. Until then, this is Scott, signing out. End transmission.